0: University of Alberta researchers are exploring the future of hydrogen extraction and how to make it as efficient as possible. With details, we are joined this morning by Jason Alford, Professor in the Faculty of Engineering at the U of A. Good morning to you, Professor. Thanks for being with
1: us. Good to be here. Thank you.
0: Okay, uh, let's just pretend I know nothing about this subject. Can you give us the 101 on how and where we currently extract hydrogen? How does it work?
1: Uh, A lot of the hydrogen produced in the province is uh, done by steam methane reforming, which is a relatively energy-intensive process used by heating up natural gas uh, with some steam and eventually turning it into uh, hydrogen. But that produces a lot of uh, greenhouse gases, so we're pursuing other ways of doing that.
2: And again, on the basics here, Jason... What do we use this hydrogen for, and what kind of a demand is there globally for this product?
1: Well, right now Alberta uses a lot of the a lot of the hydrogen to upgrade its petroleum products, to essentially take a lot of the uh, oil and gas products produced in in the province and uh, turning them into um, uh, into gasoline and diesel fuel that you can use. And um, and so that's and Alberta is actually one of the largest producers of hydrogen already, but using this uh, steam methane reforming process.
0: Okay, so researchers at the University of Alberta have done some exploring into this. Tell us a little bit about your research into hydrogen extraction and the impact of it.
1: Yeah, so one of the, the downsides of steam methane reforming is that at the end of the day, you end up with uh, carbon dioxide, which is a greenhouse gas, and... And, uh, and the process itself is, is pretty energy intensive. Um, what we're doing is looking at uh, a paralysis pro- uh, process. So what we do is we, if you heat up natural gas uh, without the presence of oxygen to you know, about 1,000 degrees C or so, what happens is the, the natural gas splits into hydrogen gas and solid carbon. And so, what you can, what instead of ending up with CO2 gas, you end up with solid carbon, which you is, is is in fact a valuable byproduct, and uh, you can uh, use that, and you can sell it, uh, and you also end up with the hydrogen gas, which you can use in different, uh, you know, use for the applications that are used now, but also export it around the world uh, as a as an energy product.
2: Jason, what is the place of natural gas in Alberta's energy economy, and has it changed over the past several years?
1: Uh, Well, you know, as you know, Alberta is a major energy producer, and it uh, produces a lot of natural gas, and we use that for, you know, for heating, uh, uh, or we also use it for uh, energy production, for electricity production. And then one of the major drivers uh, is that as time goes on, fewer and fewer Uh, People and uh, governments around the world want to, you know, essentially purchase natural gas because of its greenhouse gas um, uh, footprint. So a lot of people foresee that hydrogen can be a quick replacement for this natural gas uh, to sort of lower greenhouse gas emissions um, wherever natural gas is used.
0: So, Jason, are you getting some interest from the oil and gas industry here in Alberta and elsewhere in the world?
1: Uh, yeah, certainly. So uh, this research is in collaboration with a Calgary company called Nova Hydrogen, and um, we uh, we talked to many oil and gas producers. They are, uh, you know, they know that, um, uh, the, the, uh, that the, the greenhouse gas uh, issue is an important one, and they look at this as sort of one potential way of reducing their greenhouse gas emissions as they uh, make oil and, or uh, oil products, and so uh, yeah different uh, certainly different oil and gas uh, companies are approaching us either uh, for the process themselves or to think of about how uh, you know they can turn their gas into a valuable product like hydrogen and the the carbon the solid carbon product that 's produced
2: you know Jason, within the research from the University of Alberta that you know very much about. It says that it could lead to low emissions just how much lower would they be and is it significant enough to to garner attention across the globe
1: yeah so that that's sort of where a lot of the research is about is how much uh, how much can you reduce the emissions? so theoretically uh, if you need to provide energy to the process you need to you need to heat up the gas to turn it into hydrogen uh, and this carbon product and so what you, so it all depends on where does that energy come from. So in theory, if you get that energy from you know, some other green source, you could have zero greenhouse gas emissions. Uh, but depending on the energy mix, that may or may not be the most economical process. So on the other end of the scale, you, you could pro- you know, produce the heat required for the reaction by, by, burning, uh, by burning gas, but of course that would reduce some... Uh, that would produce some carbon dioxide. So there's sort of a scale here on how much uh, greenhouse gas emissions you can produce depending on your energy source.
0: Fascinating research. Thanks so much for sharing it with us, Jason. Appreciate your time. All right. Thank you very much. Thank you. Jason Olford is a professor in the Faculty of Engineering and Mechanical Engineering Department at the University of Alberta.